This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the show. We've got not one, but two great guests. We're going to get things started with Jill Gonzalez. She's with WalletHub.com, and they have recently completed a nationwide analysis of property tax rates. And they looked at all 50 states plus the District of Columbia where did Indiana come down? Well, you know, we've got those property tax caps, so you'd think we'd be pretty uh, pretty low, but, uh, well, you, I think you're going to be surprised. That's coming up in just a moment, uh, and immediately following that, we will speak with Brownsburg Town Councilman Brian Jessen. He's got a big uh, meet and greet, learn and listen, whatever you want to call it, a chance for you to come talk with him coming up very soon. Coffee with your councilman, they call it, so we will talk about that as well. But first... Had a chance to sit down with Jill Gonzalez of WalletHub.com and talk a little bit about where Indiana ranks in terms of property taxes. Here's that conversation. Hey, Jill, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Okay, so you guys have conducted with WalletHub sort of an analysis of property taxes by state. How do you guys go about putting this together? Here we look at all census data that includes all state taxes, and of course that looks at county level, school taxes, aggregates everything together, and then we rated that and ranked it accordingly by state, 1 through 50 plus D.C. How long does it take you guys to put this together? It, it takes a solid four, maybe all the way up to six weeks to really make sure that we have all the recent data, and we not only compare it so that it's on an apple-to-apple apple level by the median home value across America, but also by state to really see what you're paying versus what other states are paying. I would imagine the hardest part, as you just said, is trying to get an accurate comparison, that apples to apples to make sure, hey, the rate is the rate, and, you know, 
something on a, a median home, say, of the District of Columbia, which is 475000 yeah, it's going to pay more, but what is the actual rate? Exactly. So the rates obviously differ by state. Uh, what that looks like on a typical American home might have one output in terms of just dollars, but what that looks like in your neck of the woods looks very different. So uh, you, get, you guys do this every year then? We do, yes. And about how many people work on this with you guys? How many people help put this together? We have a team of six researchers on this. All right. Again, our guest is Jill Gonzalez. She's with Wallet Hub. They've conducted conducted an analysis of state-by-state uh, state comparing property taxes and uh, where the states rank. All right. So Indiana comes in at number 23. A little surprising is because we tend to think of ourselves as a, a low-tax state. We have property tax caps, but we were right smack in the middle. Right smack in the middle here, uh, I mean, a little better than average, but the effective real estate tax rate in Indiana right now is less than 1%, as a lot of states here in the top half are right now. It's just under 0.9%, and that equates for a typical home in Indiana to about $1,000 per year on that home. Now, a typical home, just under 125000 and you guys also ran some research on the median price of a home in Indiana, and it was just over $124,000. That's right. So that's where that one, it's actually $1,085 would be the annual taxes on a home price at that value, according to that effective tax rate. It's interesting. I was looking at the effective rate for Indiana, 0.87%, and uh, that's actually below the tax cap, the, the cap of, of 1%. Um, some states have similar tax cap protection. Did these states tend to be in the upper echelon? They did, yeah. It's interesting we noticed that when we looked at the political ties here, red states that happen to have a lot of those tax caps, they impose lower real estate property taxes than blue states on average. Did you guys do any sort of analysis of where these states that have the lower property taxes are, are getting their money? Are they just getting less money or are they getting it from somewhere else? Typically from elsewhere. So some of these states, especially near the top of the list, Alabama, Louisiana, South Carolina, actually happen to be more federally dependent. So a lot of them are getting more money from the federal government and therefore can afford to have lower tax rates across the board. That's a fascinating thing because we always hear about states that are givers and states that are takers from the federal government. And in this case, as you mentioned, the Alabamas, Louisianas, you're telling us that while they have a very low property tax rate, that's because they do very well from the federal government. Exactly. And the states toward the bottom of this list are the more expensive tax states, Connecticut, New Hampshire, New Jersey, all toward the bottom of the list, the effective tax rates of over 2%, uh, are not as dependent on the federal government. Uh, so for every dollar that they're giving the federal government, as, you're, as a taxpayer, for every dollar you give in New Jersey, you get about 38 cents back on that. In South Carolina, you get seven bucks on that dollar. There is Jill Gonzalez. She's with Wallet Hub. They conducted a, a national survey on property tax rates and where they uh, where they rank. Indiana, pretty much in the middle, at number twenty three. You list fifty one because obviously you've got Washington D.C. in here. And I was floored at how low Washington D.C.'s tax rate is because you think of them as a big government thing, Washington D.C., but they have a very low tax rate. Yes, and coming to you from D.C., I will say. I wish I was a property owner here because they do get you on the income tax. Yeah, they, they get you somehow, right? They get you somehow, as honestly most states do. 
when we look at these states, I think of a state like a Florida. Florida comes in pretty well on your survey, survey not at the top, but they do okay. And I think about a Florida who has no uh, income tax. They came in at 27, which is a little bit higher than Indiana, but they're pretty close. They have no income tax, so they're actually probably doing a better place to own a home, even though they have a high, little bit higher property tax because they have no income tax. Yeah, Florida is doing really well here. So there's no income tax. Of course, things like pension, Social Security is not taxed either, why it's a, a retiree heaven. But, you know, Florida also has the best of the best here. It has pretty low property uh, in terms of what the house actually costs. It's a lot lower, around 160000 on average. And the property tax isn't too bad. It's just over the 1% mark right now. So if you compare that with a no personal income tax, the sales tax isn't that bad either. Florida, I think, uh, when you're looking at all of the taxes combined, is really a taxation heaven. Uh, so one state that stood out to me is number 50. It's next to last year. It's Illinois with a 2.30 effective tax rate. And that's interesting, too, because we've seen a lot of businesses and a lot of people here in Indiana flee from Illinois. Illinois has no has been known to be a kind of an outlier in terms of its taxation for a while at that 2.3% level. Um, but what I will say is that many times people equate real estate taxes and personal income taxes to the services they get. And Illinois can boast some of the best school systems in the country. So there is that idea of what's your ROI, what's that return on investment that you're getting for these high tax rates. Now, one of the things you guys also did in this report is you did states with the highest vehicle property taxes, and I thought it was interesting. I don't see it on the list. Where did Indiana come in on that? Do you know off the top of your head? So about 25 states do not have any type of vehicle tax rates out of the ones that do, which Indiana does have a vehicle tax. It's not too bad right now. It's at about 1.5%. Still, though, on the average car, which is around $23,000 new, that still equates to $300 a year just for having a car in Indiana. And it's interesting I bring that up now because Indiana proposing, or at least on the House of Representatives side, a very large fuel tax increase. So I think it's interesting that people be aware that they are paying. A lot of people don't even realize that they just bill comes, they pay it in the mail, they're paying taxes on your vehicle. Yeah, and I, when I do talk to people in states that are paying this tax, they have no idea that half of the country has no such thing. So it's it's definitely interesting to see which states are still imposing that. And then if you add on fuel taxes, just how much having a car can cost us these days. When you get done with this list, you guys look at it, and you said there's about six of you who work on this for, for six weeks. You look at the list. Did anything surprise you with your property taxes? Did you get done and, and go, wow, that's interesting that that state's that? Or was it pretty much kind of how you thought it thought it'd line up? Well, we've been doing this for a number of years now, so we don't expect huge changes. But I will say that some Midwestern states are getting more expensive year after year. So Illinois, we know, is going to be usually in the bottom five. But places like Wisconsin, Nebraska, Michigan, Michigan's usually an outlier too, Ohio, all in or very close to the bottom 10 this year, so more expensive. You guys at Wallet Hub do all sorts of statistics, right? I mean, I've looked at this. There's just layers and layers of data across uh, across our country. Oh, yeah, and this information that we draw from, you know, a lot of it is from the census. For other studies, a lot of it is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. 
Center for Disease Control and Prevention. You know, this is all public data that, unfortunately, not a lot of people know how to access. And once you do access, it's kind of hard to understand and really look at piece by piece. So that's what we try to do. Yeah, this is a really great site, and uh, Jill, if people want to learn more about what you guys do, you could literally spend a whole day looking at all this stuff, and it's, it's so, so cool to read through a lot of this stuff. Um, if people want to learn more, how do they do that? Head to WalletHub.com, look for our studies and statistics, and you can spend all day looking at it. Jill, thanks for being with us today and sharing a little bit about uh, where Indiana ranks in terms of property taxes. Anytime, thanks. That was Jill Gonzalez of WalletHub.com. We're going to take a break here from our underwriters. When we come back, well, we'll preview tonight's big sectional semifinal basketball games. We've got a doubleheader for you coming up right here on 98.9 WYRZ. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 89 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll speak with Brownsburg Town Councilman Brian Jessen about his Coffee with Your Councilman event coming up very soon. But first, tonight, 6 o'clock, high school basketball back on the air as WYRZ brings you a doubleheader.
of action from Plainfield High School, and we are going to get things started at 6 o'clock. Our pregame show is going to start about 5.45, and we have a great Hendricks County tournament matchup as the Brownsburg Bulldogs with a record of 16-6 and will take on the Plainfield Quakers with a record of 14 and nine these two teams did meet earlier this year as Brownsburg was victorious and it's been a rebuild a rebound year for the Plainfield Quakers the Brownsburg Bulldogs as we said come in 16 and six as well Steve Lynch always has his team ready to go and this is going to be a super super exciting matchup again Brownsburg advancing uh, on uh, Tuesday night with a uh, win over Terre Haute North a game in which they trailed by as many as 14 points. We're down by 11 and a half, but really put it together in the second half. This should be a super, super exciting matchup. Brownsburg versus Plainfield to go to the sectional final tonight at 6 o'clock here on 98.9 WYRZ. And then immediately following that one, we're going to have Mooresville taking on Terre Haute South. Uh, Terre Haute South victorious over Avon on Tuesday night. So uh, the winner of that one will get the winner of Brownsburg Plainfield. And then we will have the sectional championship for you Saturday night, 7.30, right here on 98.9 WYRZ. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll speak with Brownsburg Town Councilman Brian Jessen. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Speaking now with our good friend, Brian Jessen of the Brownsburg Town Council. Mr. Councilman, how are you? I'm well. How are you this morning? Well, I'm great. Uh, life is life is interesting for you, right? Uh, life has been not dull, I can say that. And you have a new uh, a new member of the police commission, right? Yes, we do. Uh, uh, what was it, out with the old, in with the new, and then in with the old? Is that right? Well, a little bit along those lines, but uh, I guess you could look at it that way. I think what happened was is with uh, the current situation going on in town and some situations coming up internally, it was probably a really good move. And it is Don Spencer. Yes. Former member of the Brownsburg Town Council. Yes. And uh, former member of the Police Commission. Yes. Um, so congratulations to Don. Yes, I guess. Is congratulations. It, do you congratulate I, someone when yeah, they get uh, appointed to a board, or do you issue them uh, condolences when you get appointed to well, board it, or commission? I think the first day you say congratulations, and then the next day you say you're sorry. Because so. uh, municipal service is uh, is an awful plight, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially those boards and commissions. Underappreciated. Because at least you guys get to walk around as elected people. You know, the boards and commissions, they got to they gotta show up once a month and... They get nothing other than I'm on the commission, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so you've got a big event coming up. I do. What is it? Um, I'm having a, one of my coffees with the councilman again. Uh, it is uh, March 18th 
at one o'clock at the library. Okay, so what happens at this? Uh, it's a just a roundtable discussion on things going on in town. I usually start off with uh, talking on the highlights over the last couple of months of what's what we've talked about, what we've passed, what we're working on, uh, and then what's coming, and then we kind of open it up to just general Q and A. Can you please tell people that I'm no longer in public service? Can you let them know uh, at this meeting Just they just need to direct for, their complaints to you? For the record, I will also say it here. Uh, I currently sit in Ward 4, uh, which was the seat you once held, that you are no longer a member of the Brownsburg Town Council. Yes, if, I feel like the James Earl Jones character in Field of Dreams when they're at the ball game and he asks him what he wants and he goes into the long rant and then he, he's actually asking him what he wants from the concession stand. <laughs> I feel like that's, uh, that's me. They need to direct the complaints to you, right? They needed to direct their complaints, their comments, their concerns, all that. Yes, they need to come to me. Uh, okay, so I have a I have a complaint. Can I air my complaint? Hold here? on, let Since me you, write this you down. Are my, Go ahead. You are my representative. You are actually my representative. Um, this water and sewer thing. What is going on with that? <laughs> what is what? I'm. And trust me, I love the craziness. You know, I'm I'm totally into the I'm totally into the scene and the drama and everything else. But this is nuts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can. Uh, last year, the, it was brought before the council the need uh, to do some renovation work to expand the current wastewater plant. We were almost at capacity as far as with the the usage of back and forth. Uh, the council explored several options of how to be able to fund the expansion. Uh, in the end, it was voted upon a, a rate increase to help fund huge, a huge rate increase. Yes, uh, to help fund the expansion. Uh, over a five-year period of, a, of an increase. So it's a gradual increase, not an automatic one, and it's done type thing. Now, let me ask you this, because I've been curious about this for a long time. Uh, think about this on this gas tax thing that's going on right now. Look, a vote is your stamp of approval, right? Correct. I, I mean, I always consider that at the end of the day, a yes vote is a stamp of approval. And like on the gas tax, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, 61 Wizards of Smart said... This is the best we can do. I, I like this. You know, this. all these taxes and fees are the best we can do. Three people that you work with looked at this thing and said, this is the best we can do. Yes, that, that's a good way of looking at it. Um, there was a lot of pressure put on the council as far as we had some mandate deadlines coming Which is up. Which not you, by the way. You did not vote yes. That's correct. I right. did not vote yes. I still think there are probably other ways that we could fund this and pay for this. Because you are very smart. You're a very smart well, guy. I appreciate the compliment, but we I like also... We like smart people on this show. I, I think that there are there still are other ways of looking at for paying for this. However, uh, where we're at currently with the rate increase, we're waiting on putting together all the information that we can. Okay, uh, so there is a chance, like Jim Carrey says in uh, Dumb and Dumber, you're telling me there's a chance that we may get a freeze or we may get things reset there's still opportunity it is number one mandated in the ordinance for the rate increase that every year this rate will be looked at to figure out if it needs to be raised or not so i should keep up my entertaining informative posts to the community your informative posts yes Get our guest is Brownsburg Town Councilman Brian Jessen he has an event if you'd like to talk to him about your water bill going up it's called what it is called Coffee with the Councilman. It is March 18th at the Brownsburg Public Library at 1 o'clock. Now, I picture this sort of being like in the movie Hoosiers when uh, they vote on whether uh, Norman Dale's going to stay or not, and the whole community comes <laughs> out and starts yelling at the guy up front when he reads the vote. Is that how it is at this thing? 
it, it has been like that in the past. Uh, typically, we anywhere from 35 to 45, some people that do show up. Yeah, because you're doing much better than the town's official town hall meetings. We chose to try a different time of day and different day of the or week. Or you actually engage people and are nice to them when they come up and complain uh, to you. I've been to the town town hall meetings. and You've they never do- told anyone to move if they don't like it. Get our guest is Brownsburg Town Councilman Brian Jessen. Uh, okay, so let's talk about some positive things, right? My child, it's almost coming to life, right? The Reagan, that's my baby. Yes. It's going to be done very soon. Yes, there's more pavement been put down be to just uh, north of 300 towards Airport Road. Uh, that ro- that section is moving along kind of nicely. Tear uh, in my eye every time I drive past there because nobody believed it would happen. Nobody believed it would get done. Well, even after they started the expansion, nobody believed it's no, going to happen. No, so. literally, guy came up and said, "You're ch- at a public meeting." Another wizard of smart stood up and said, "You're chasing a pipe dream." And and uh, when I was running for office, people said, "You'll never get that done." So it's very nice to see that. The last update we received from the crew is it is moving along on schedule. That we should be driving on the road later this summer. So literally later this year, it will be the Rob Kendall Ronald Reagan Parkway. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, I'm going to name the connector road maybe after you. Oh, that would be great. My whole dream in life was to have a road in Brownsburg named after me. Now, I think after recent events, that may not happen. There's a couple time. alleyways we're looking uh, at. I would also now. accept that. Or uh, what, a out, what do they call those outlets? There you uh, go. Cul-de-sacs. Maybe we could rename once you guys get the downtown development up. There's a couple side streets there. Why we just give you a brick? That'd be perfect. Okay. That'd be great with my name on it. Um Anyway, downtown development, what's going on with that? Things are moving along really well with this. It, uh, this has been a long time coming. Uh, we are at the point now where we have finalized some agreements with, I believe, three of the four developers. Uh, pardon me, two of the four developers. So we're about 50%. We have EDAs coming before us, economic development agreements uh, for Flaherty and Collins on the west side, as well as uh, Paragon development for some retail development on the west side as well. Uh, and. This is nice, too, because I had to go deal with NDOT for a long time to get this to happen, to acquire the road. And dealing with NDOT, it's like working with the mafia. So uh, oh, I, 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 Trust me, I know that. This was a lot of work to get that road. So I'm glad someday, before I hit my 40s, I may see a, a building there, right? Well, I would like to to invite you out to the groundbreaking, which will happen Am in I April. Am I still invited to town events? I will get you to the town event. I think it'd be a, a great way to... Do I need to wear a bulletproof vest? Or <laughs> Might uh, be a smart idea. I But I think it'd be great to take some pictures and show up to see this now has come to fruition. They're looking at breaking ground sometime in April. And so this is the Bolt development, too? The Bolt development is on schedule for that development. In fact, you may see houses coming down on the east side of the street sometime in March. Get our guest is Brownsburg Town Councilman Brian Jessen. If you'd like to talk to him about the downtown development, you can do that when? Yes, you can. March 18th, 1 o'clock at the Brownsburg Public Library. What is March 18th? That sounds like a, a weekend. Saturday. Yeah. That, uh, I'm trying a Saturday for a change. We tried these during the week and got some good results, but there were still some people that said that they weren't able to make it. And these events are very wonderful because you will take all the questions. Yes, I will. You will not. Uh, you're not the re- Republican Congress guys that won't have the town halls oh, or run away. Oh, they're not running away, in my opinion. I'm a, I'm of the opinion a lot like Todd Rakita where uh, I'm going to have a productive event. Uh, I'm not going to sit there and just be where I'm not allowed to speak at all because I'm going to be talked down. You're very nice at these two. I want to reiterate that that you can people can come and they can genuinely express their concerns as long as it's done nicely. Is that right? You want to have a public dialogue and we can have a civil conversation. I'll have it any day of the week. All right. So what else is going on in town? Anything I need to be aware of? Anything I need to keep my eye on? Well, we're also talking about the the expansion uh, as far as widening of two sixty seven. Yeah. Project is is going out for bid here shortly. 
uh, where we're looking at uh, widening from 56th Street South to 136 area. That's my other child. Mm-hmm. Yes. It'll be a three-lane road. Basically, it'll be... T- uh, Two travel lanes and a, and a center turn lane. Uh, it is not the greatest of expansions, but I think it's a good start. Um, so you'll be able to go left. You'll be able to turn off that road without having a full backup. Okay. All right. So we got to talk about something people are going to be really like, oh, I'm glad they got to that, right? Um, I'm sure they're glad we got to everything we got to. But the first part of the show was for me. Now it's uh, for the public. We, you know, it's one for the public, one for myself, and back and forth we go. Or two for me, one for them. Uh there was a big topic that came up recently uh, called imminent domain. That's correct. And tell us what that is and what happened, and you voted against it. Yes. Eminent domain is a policy where uh, government is allowed to acquire land uh, for the need for infrastructure expansion only. So if they're widening a road and they are not able to come to an agreement with a homeowner on such, uh, basically the government can take your property for their need you are compensated for it uh sometimes it's not always the money that you were looking for but you are still compensated for it. so like for example indiana has pretty tight restrictions on eminent domain a lot of states are pretty open if the government wants to build a casino for example uh in some states you could do that in indiana yes. it's got to be for a road or a water infrastructure line or, only yes because yeah. my hero the trumpster he used some eminent domain or he didn't use it the government used some eminent domain to help the trumpster out at one point that's correct that came up in the campaign so you guys used eminent domain or in the process of using it we we use some we used eminent well we authorized the use of eminent domain for the 267 widening project uh we are in discussions with one of the homeowners for the acquisition of his land he is waiting uh on a couple other things first before he signs it i don't agree with the government being a, being able to come and just take things from you for, by force and that's the balancing act and it, you never understand the balancing act unless you are in government where you have you guys have to get this now, everybody knows, right now I am not the guy that's defending the town of Brownsburg, but just painting the picture for people here, you have a hard decision to make because you need to get this project done, and you have uh, a house, in this case, that's really creating a block to getting the project done. So what do you do? Well, I, I, I do believe that a conversation can happen and negotiation can happen. I think when you give up on that, that's when the problems start. Okay, I do want to congratulate you guys on doing something. You, the council, did... Wait, let me write this down. No, 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 this is great. This is really great because this guy and this premise was something that I started and I remember doing this and then congratulating the council that they had done something and many of my colleagues were just aghast that I would even factor this in. But you guys did this. You appointed a libertarian, the Economic Development Commission. Yes, we did. Michael Dowden. And we appointed Michael Dowden to the uh, Economic Development re- 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 mm-hmm. Redevelopment Authority when I was on the council. Okay. And so I think it's wonderful that we're starting to get third-party people involved in municipal government. In fact, if you're a libertarian and you're listening to this program, we take applications once a year for commission and board appointments. Towards the end of the year, we usually post it. If you're a libertarian, please apply. Because the rule in Indiana, well, Indiana statute says uh, you have to have a certain number of what they call the majority party on boards and commissions and minority parties, plural. Correct. Now, uh, and Democrats are endangered species in a well, and most most of the council are pretend Republicans, so they have to appoint Republicans. Uh, but it doesn't mean the minority party has to be Democrats. It That's can correct. be independents. It can be Green Party, it could be Libertarians. So while the pretend Republicans have to appoint other Republicans to these majority spots, they can appoint anybody under the sun from the other parties on the uh, on the other posts. That's correct. So it was great, 
great to see the and Dowden's a really smart guy too. We are recording this, right? Oh yes, so yes, I can yes, play, yes. Oh okay. no, no, no. Try, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I want that out there, right? I mean, we love the libertarians here. We love the libertarians. Um, but Dowden's a great guy. That's a good post. Thanks for well, doing thank that. You. Um, anything else as we wrap up here uh, that you want people to know about? I, I think with what you're going to see, it's it's going to be a very trying summer in Brownsburg because we've got construction getting started. It always is, right? Oh, yeah, in, in in a few different areas. Um, and if you don't like it, move. Well, I wouldn't go that oh, okay. far. I, I would say that uh, patience is going to be needed, but long term wise, it's 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 it, there's going to be benefits to this. And I and I know I'm I'm one that grew up on the south side of Chicago, and, and I love construction just as much as everybody else does. But I think it's it's time that you're going to be pleased with the result when you see the end result. And this big uh, rendezvous again, where people can come and talk to you about things, is when March 18th, uh, one o'clock at the Brownsburg Public Library. Uh, please come out. And uh, in fact, we are actually serving coffee at this event. Oh, this is a real. Oh, yes. This is a real coffee with a councilman. I've had discussions with uh, Darren's Coffee Company in Claremont, which is actually looking to relocate to our beautiful town. That's perfect. And the nice thing about when you do these is this is all of you. It's no taxpayer expense. That's correct. Yeah. That's, and in fact, the coffee's even on me. So come on out. public service right there, people. That's what you do. Brian, you're awesome. Thanks for all you do. Well, you're appreciated, too. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> Thank you uh, again for listening today. Don't forget if you missed any part of today's show, whether you missed our interview with Joel Gonzalez from WalletHub.com about property taxes in the state of Indiana, or you missed our conversation with Brian Jessen about what a great job I did on the council. Uh, you can check out the podcast. I don't believe we discussed Is that, that did we? About? No, I don't believe so. <laughs> don't forget, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. Just search Central Indiana Today. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. 
doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information... You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.